What can I say except that was an absolute embarrassment by the New York Jets being shut out by the Denver Broncos? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the honeymoon is over for this coaching staff, and it's amazing. All you had to do was be better than Adam Gase on offense, and the Jets somehow, some way this season, have figured out a way to make it a rough go. Last two games, the Jets outscored 51-6. to I'll try to find some positives, but let's just get into it. I'll get to Zach Wilson in a minute. I know a lot of you want to know my reaction and takes on him. And I usually start off the show with him, but I got to start off with this coaching staff. And I like a lot of the things Robert Salah does. I think he has the makings of a potential great coach. But you have to understand that this cannot happen. The whole thing for Jets fans this year, and let's be honest, Jet fans, we wanted something very simple. And that's what we wanted to see progress, but we wanted to see competitive football. We have been deprived that under Adam Gase where this team would be blown out and the games wouldn't be closed. And after the first quarter, you could turn off the game. You had no interest in the game. You knew how the game was going to play out. That is what Jet fans wanted. We wanted competitive football. Week one, we got that was what we wanted to see. Progress, but a close game, like if we were honest. The last two weeks have been an embarrassment. These games have not been close. This offense looks horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. They couldn't score a point. And when they did score three points in the game, it got taken off of the board because of the delay of game. And every Jet fan, when that play happened, they go, oh, this game's over. Th- this game's over. And it was. So many dumb penalties in this game. The, it, this coaching staff, it's amazing. I, I really thought the honeymoon would last at least a season. But it's over now. Because Jet fans are seeing a rookie quarterback that has talent. Getting his brains being out and struggling. They're seeing a team that cannot move the ball. And this is the other big thing. And this is a self-inflicting move. It doesn't help when you have a... And I get it. Denzel Mims is not a world beater. Denzel Mims isn't going to walk in and be the number one receiver. But when you can't see these receivers separate or make plays, and you have a guy that's six foot three and can run a 4-3-40 as a healthy scratch, you're going, come on. Really? We can't find a role for an offense that scored six points for this guy? Really? Because I'll tell you this, his receivers weren't helping him today. His running backs weren't helping Zach Wilson today. That offensive line wasn't helping. First time in franchise history, Jets' first three games, over four sacks in each of the first three games. New franchise record. So the offensive line has been terrible. Then the running backs. Can't get a running game going. And then the receivers. Corey Davis with drops after drop after drop. It was just brutal. And the stat lines could be, oh, Zach Wilson threw two picks. But that second interception, Braxton Berrios, it went right through his hands and he popped it up and was an easy interception by the safety. That was not on Zach Wilson. That was on Braxton Berrios. 
I mean, I know everyone, the first reaction is going to be kill Wilson. But when you look at how he did compare to the other rookies, he actually probably was one of the better quarterbacks, despite having, I don't know, the worst offensive line performance of the day, having receivers dropping everything left and right, and having absolutely no run game. This offense needs to find itself. And I get that this is a first-year coaching staff. I get that LaFleur is a first-time play caller, but they got to figure it out quick. They've got to get Zach Wilson in a rhythm. They have got to get that from the very beginning. They have to get him in a rhythm going to start the game, get his confidence going. And the one drive that worked, they were doing the short passes, short, quick, get the ball out of his hands to help A, make up for this terrible offensive line, but B, help make easy reads for him. And guess what? The Jets moved the ball down the field pretty well. That was the only chance they had to score points in the game. And then for some reason, they went away from that. I just don't get it. I don't get how you're not using his athleticism to put him on the outside of the pocket, bootlegs, run him outside, have him roll out, and if he can't find a throwing lane, run up the field, gain three or four yards. There's so much going on with this team, and it's frustrating because you see that this Jet defense actually looks pretty good. But this is the problem that Salah and this coaching staff has to realize, and this front office has to realize. Jet fans are sick and tired of it. It's not just the fact that they're bad. You keep selling to the Jet fan, we're rebuilding this the right way. And I do think that this time that they are doing it the right steps and with the right ideas, but you can't blame Jet fans for not believing in it, especially from what you've seen the first couple weeks. I mean, for Joe Douglas, Adam Gase was the best deodorant because now all of a sudden, we're looking at that offensive line. It does not look good. And that's Joe Douglas's offensive line. He had to have Connor McGovern. He had to keep George Van Roten, or as I like to call him, Van Rotten. We couldn't get a different guard over him. We couldn't just decide, hey, let's move Fant to guard and improve our offensive line at the beginning of the season. Nope. It's got to be Greg. It's got to be GVR, who gets beat like a turnstile. By every defensive tackle and defensive end that wants to come through the gap. It was just bad. And I get it. And the the sad thing is, and this is even more frustrating, Zach Wilson didn't do bad. He learned from last week. He wasn't taking the errant shots. He was being smart with the football until the end of the game where basically the Broncos know, hey, he's going to try to force it down the field to make a play. And I get that there's things he has to learn. He has to learn how to look off Corey Davis. He has to learn how to go through his reads. There are certain things he has to learn how to do. But when you have zero running game, an offensive line that is getting you killed, it's hard to put it on Zach. And look, I get it that the Jets, these are two of the best defenses back-to-back probably in the NFL and two of the best defensive minds. I understand that. I understand that they're probably going to be facing easier defenses down the stretch. I get it, but it's still very hard, and it's a bitter pill to swallow. And then you see the stupid things, the stupid penalties in this game, the bad pass protection, the pass interference that led to the 17th point in this game. You see the receivers not getting separation, yet Denzel Mims can't make this roster because these receivers are so much better than him. I mean, seriously, I would have sacked Corey Davis at some point. I know you're paying him a lot of money, but those drops, that was just insane. And then Hardy, the def- 
the special teams captain goes up and taunts a player after making a fair catch to give them another 15 yards. I mean, this is just brutal. I mean, I know Robert's house said we have to play boring football, but Robert, we didn't mean this boring. We didn't mean this stale. It was just bad. And I keep telling myself, look, it's a rebuilding year. It's probably going to go backwards before it goes forwards. This is a young roster. This is a roster full of babies. But it's hard when I see a defense and the secondary field with a bunch of these rookies looking competent, and then I see an offense that has a bunch of veteran wide receivers and veteran offensive linemen just getting their butts kicked every week. I mean, this is just embarrassing. It was an absolute embarrassment. And it was frustrating to watch. It. This is what Jet fans don't want to see. Jet fans, I get it. They want to win. I get Jet fans want to win football games. Who doesn't? But if you were to say, hey, look, Zach Wilson's playing well and we're seeing these young kids get better and they're playing competitive every week, I mean, for God's sakes, we saw the Texans on Thursday Night Football play Carolina close with a rookie quarterback that should not have probably been playing this year against a team that was clearly better. A team that probably, in the Texans' case, is going to be tanking in a couple weeks to get the number one pick. Yet they gave Carolina a competitive football game for three and a half quarters. The Jets couldn't even do that against the Broncos. They couldn't do it for three quarters. You came out after that first drive in the third quarter, and you're like, all right, if the Jets are going to have any momentum, it's going to be coming out of the tunnel. And when they didn't get it, you're like, okay, that's that's it. They're not moving the football. They had almost as many yards and penalties as it is an offensive performance today. That is terrifying. So... I never thought the honeymoon would be over for this coaching staff. When I mean honeymoon, I think just Jet fans, I do think for a lot of Jet fans, it's going to be not that they don't believe in Sal, not that they can't get right, but I think of giving a lot of pass and leeway and not over judging his moves early in his career. But now we look at how bad the offenses looked in two consecutive weeks. That honeymoon... If it's not over, it's pretty, it's getting close. So, I mean, what were the good things? I think Zach Wilson played better this week. I don't put this game on him at all because he had zero running game. His receivers were dropping everything. I mean, and some of the play call, fourth and one, you have an empty backfield. What in God's name are you doing there? You can't even fake that you might run in with a running back or better yet, if you're going to spread the field like that, I don't know, do a QB drop the middle with your athletic quarterback instead of just throwing it. Like the play calling was just, you just want to pull your hair out. I mean, what were some of the positives? Look, the defense played great again. I thought they played very well. You saw Quinton Williams make an impact this week. He was slow getting into the season, but now you're starting to see him get going. And that's, Maybe even more frustrating because you felt almost coming into the season was going to be the opposite. Because they invested so much in the offense, you're like, okay, the offense is going to be able to score points. 
And the defense is going to be the liability. It's been the exact opposite. The defense has been playing their butts off. They've looked good. They're ahead of schedule. And this offense, they just look lost. They just look absolutely lost at times. And I, once again, I understand it is a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, who's also a first-time play caller with a rookie quarterback. I get it, but... When you saw that the short passes and the quick getting the ball out was working, why did you get away from that? Build up his short game. Build up Zach Wilson. Get the ball out. Get those five 10-yard hitters. Long, sustainable drives to A, give this defense a freaking break. But B, make it so if you want to take a shot, there's less coverage on the back end. The Jets is just so damn frustrating. Because for a Jet fan, like most NFL fans, they want their team to win on Sunday. This is how bad it is with the Jets right now. You just want to be competitive. You want to sit through a game like, okay, the Jets had a chance to win the damn game. Right now, you're just like, last two games, all right, well, by half, uh, what else could I be doing better with my life today? Because it's aggravating. And I get it. The Jets fan has been through it all, through the young quarterbacks, through the growing pains, through rebuild, after rebuild, after rebuild, and now it seems like this rebuild isn't going well, and I get the Jet fans are frustrated, and I, I'm one of the people I say, look, I still believe in Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. I think that they have a good plan, and they have a good long-term plan. But they also have to start showing some signs. They have to show some spark where we go, okay, I see Zach Wilson getting better throughout the season or progressing week to week in this. I see that this offensive line, which is horrendous, is playing better. I see these receivers are getting open. I see that we're scheming these receivers open. I see that we're using Denzel Mims. I see that we're getting a push in the run game and that we're running the football effectively. All of those things, they just want to see progress. And right now, you're sitting there going, I see regression. These receivers can't get open. We can't scheme them open. And on top of that, this offensive line. Look, I get losing Mekhi Becton was a big blow, but you still have guys that should be at least capable starters in McGovern, Fant, and Moses for crying out loud. And Elijah Vera Tucker, I had a lot of high hopes. I think he can be a potential Pro Bowl guard, but so far it hasn't looked like that. So far he looks overwhelmed, and I have to give him a break because he's a rookie that missed training camp. It's going to be a growing process for him, but I look at basically the rest of his offensive line and go, you're all veterans in the NFL, and you're all telling us that they're not beating you with complicated defenses, yet... You are getting beat week in and week out and getting your young quarterback killed. Part of the reason that Zach Wilson doesn't look comfortable in his fluttering passes and not accurate when he has an open throw is probably because he's thinking in his head he's about to get killed because his offensive line has gotten him killed for three weeks. So this this is a rough one. I'm not going to lie. This was a rough game. This was a bad game for the Jets' offense. I mean, you have to say the only way to go from here is is up. Because you don't see how it could go down from this point. So this, this is going to be a tough week because you know the media attention is going to be on this team. It's going to be on this offense. 
and especially with the whole Denzel Mim story. Because you're telling the media and the fan base, hey, this Denzel Mims kid can't make plays for us right now, even though he made a couple plays last year. And uh, by the way, we don't think he's good enough to make this roster. Uh, Excuse me? The team scored six points in two games. Um, I do think there is a chance for progression. It's not going to be easy because I know the Falcons game looks like it could be a competitive game, but Tennessee, the Jets defensive line has struggled against the run and they play Derrick Henry next week. It's going to be tough. And look, the Titans defense isn't that great. I think if the Jets can... Give Zach Wilson time. They can make some plays. But it all comes down to getting everyone on the same page and making adjustments. And that was the crazy thing because you saw the improvement from week one to week two in the offensive line. So you want to see it again here in week four. You have to see these guys step up. They have to help out this young quarterback. Because Zach Wilson, that game was not on him. It was on his receivers that couldn't catch passes to convert downs or even just move the drive along or his offensive line that was getting him killed so look it's a rough one jet fans it i'm not going to sugarcoat it It was it's been a rough two weeks it's going to be tough and look this is going to be a season full of a lot of downs and i still believe that they've gotten the quarterback that has a great upside i think he can be a very good quarterback in this league but they have to make adjustments and build his confidence and make things easier for him. Because right now, it is not working. They have to scheme these receivers open and they have to protect him from a bad offensive line. They cannot continue to put him under this punishment for the rest of the year. So it was a rough one, Jet fans. Uh, There's no way to sugarcoat it, but I do believe that you're going to see this team come out and play hard next week because they were embarrassed. They weren't just beaten. They were embarrassed. And you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see the resiliency of this team. And I do believe Sal is going to get this team fired up. And I do believe that next week will be competitive. I know that's crazy just saying, Hey, we want to compete in a game in the NFL, but I mean, they were embarrassed. They're going to hear about it all week how bad they looked, how pitiful they looked, how poor they looked. They're going to hear about all the stats about where this ranks historically and how bad the offense is and how bad the offensive line is. I think you're going to see an uptick next week that this team's going to get pissed off. They're going to come back and they're going to put together a good week. And for Robert Sala, could you please put Denzel Mims in? Just let's see what he can do. You owe owe the fans... And this offense and Zach Wilson a chance. Just you gotta try something new. Because what you're doing right now isn't working. That's gonna do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We will be giving you Jets reactions throughout the season. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our content. Make sure to comment below about what you're feeling right now and what you would like us to cover on future episodes. But until next time, this is Rich Sports Talk.